This is Aldrin Sampia on Beyond the Headline. It's 22 minutes after 3 o'clock. We're in conversation next with uh, Letitia Bader, Horn of Africa Director at Human Rights Watch. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken begins his visit to Ethiopia today, hoping to reset relations between the United States and Ethiopia after the two countries fell out of allegations of war crimes committed in the northern region of uh, Tigray. Human Rights Watch organization says Blinken should use his visit to demand accountability for atrocities as they believe that most still needs to be done in order to achieve political stability in the East African uh, in the East African country. Letitia Bader now joining us on the line. Letitia, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. Why is this visit by Anthony Blinken so significant? Well, it definitely comes at a time where um, the United States and actually many other partners of Ethiopia are discussing uh, a return to more normal, more cordial relationships with the Ethiopian government. And I mean, it's significant because obviously we are five months into a cessation of hostilities, um, a, a key agreement which obviously has brought about some significant respite to um, civilians in the Tigray region in particular. We've seen an increase in access to humanitarian aid. We've seen the beginning of lifting on restrictions on basic services. As you know, for, for more than a year, there was no electricity, there was no communication. For more than two years, there was no internet in the region. And little by little, um, although not across the board, these services are being restored. Stored, But it's also happening at a time where the Ethiopian government, which is on the one hand um, saying that they are committed to investigating the abuses which have happened, including by their forces, but they don't always walk the walk. And, and, and one of the problems here is that what we're seeing in Geneva, for example, at the Human Rights Council, where there is a, an internationally mandated commission of inquiry, which was established, but also at the level of the African Commission on Human and People's Rights, which have also established a commission of inquiry into what happened during the war in Ethiopia. Um, we've been seeing the government really pushing back and really pushing back on international scrutiny and oversight. And so why the discussions which are happening today are so critical is that it's key that the partners who have been saying that mm. they take accountability very seriously in a context where we've really seen some of the worst crimes being committed and not just by the Ethiopian federal government forces, but as we know, also by the Eritrean forces, which are still in parts of Tigray, where we still receive reports of ongoing abuses by those forces, but also by the Tigrayan forces as well. And so we're really talking about a context of massive harm to civilian populations. And so we really want to see and and, and make sure that there is credible accountability, which the victims of these abuses mm-hmm. can trust and feel that they are getting redressed. Is, is the demand for justice not coming a bit too soon, considering that agreement um, is only about five, year, five, five months old? And also on the other end as well, um, the agreement around how exactly this, um, the, the, the transitional justice uh, would, be, would, would be working, the fundamentals around those haven't, haven't really been dealt with. I mean, absolutely. The whole discussion around transitional justice is is a medium-term project. But 
What we're saying right now is that ongoing investigations are needed. What we saw in this conflict where there was a deliberate attempt to prevent real-time investigations, reporting on what was happening on the ground. We've also seen a concerted effort to also um, destroy evidence. So right now, what is key is that there is a facilitation and space made for ongoing investigations into what happened. Now, that can then, down the line, feed into the processes which are agreed upon following consultations around the different forms of formal and informal justice, um, which will be agreed upon. Um, But definitely what we can't see is a shutting down of processes and a government control over investigations. Mm -hmm. So the government control over investigations, but um, the, for instance, the International Commission of Human Rights Experts on Ethiopia, that report um, due to be tabled at the United uh, Nations Human Rights Council this month, um, have they reported of any limitations and where the government is actually preventing them from going ahead with their investigations? Yeah, I mean, their first report was very clear on this. They haven't been given access to the conflict-affected areas. Um, and, and that's been very clear. The, the government, as we speak, has made a push to end the mandate of that inquiry. Now, this is unprecedented. We have never seen a government before trying to end an investigation mid-mandate. In theory, the investigations are carrying on until September. That was agreed upon at the level of the Human Rights Council. And over the last few weeks, including at the level of the African Union summit, the government of Ethiopia has said very clearly they want their investigations to stop mid-mandate. Um, and this obviously sets a, a, a broader, more wor- worrying message in terms of decisions which were agreed upon by states across the world in terms of granting a mandate to a commission of inquiry. You know, you can have a state involved who just decides that basically they, they don't want the investigation to continue. So, the Commission's team have been very clear about the limitations they are facing to date. Thank you so much for your time. Letitia Bader is the Horn of Africa Director at Human Rights Watch.